Happy Wednesday. I um, wanted to take a minute today and talk to y'all a little bit about something that happened last week um, and just hopefully encourage somebody. Um, you know, you try to be the encouragement you need, right? So hoping to use um, today's space to encourage somebody else and just tell you to just breathe. Whatever you are dealing with, whatever you're going through, um, whatever trials you may be up against, just breathe. Just take a minute not to do anything, not to move, not to make any decisions. Um, but just breathe. Just be thankful for where you are, no matter where that is or what that looks like. But just be grateful because, you know, so it's funny. I was about to say it could be worse. But, you know, I hate when people say that. I feel like if I'm sharing something with you and I am affected and I'm sad and I'm upset and I'm going through and you're like, your girl, but it could always be worse. I feel like when people say that they are unintentionally minimizing whatever I'm dealing with or however I'm feeling like, cause yeah, it could be worse, but this shit hurts. It's painful. It's depressing. It's causing me anxiety. Um, so anyway, that's just my personal pet peeve. So if you are my friend in real life, I would say, please don't tell me that something could be worse. And consider finding something else to say when when somebody's in confiding in you that they're going through. Um, find something else to say. You could say, you know, you could say nothing really is what you could say. You could just be quiet. Um, but let's, you know, let's normalize not telling people their situation could be worse because, it, yeah, it could be worse. Things always could be worse. You could have woke up dead, right? But you didn't. But that does not change that what you're dealing with and how you're feeling is very real and very valid. And uh, it could also be better. So let's just deal with that. Um, but what I wanted to share with you guys. So last week, um, as you know, we've been, my daughter and I have been going back and forth to North Carolina quite a bit. And uh, I also really like to travel, even though I have um, have some mental anxiety around going some places that I really potentially want to go, but would be way far off. You know, the 12, 13 hour flights make me a little nervous. Um, but either way, I don't mind flying. I, I don't like turbulent skies, probably much like anybody else. Um, but I just, you know, pray through it. Pray when we take off, pray when we land. Uh, I'm not one of those ones that cheers on the airplane. So don't be side eyeing the uh, whatever you're listening to this on. I'm not that that traveler. Um, but I don't usually have any problems on the plane. Um, you know, I don't have, usually have any problems on the plane. So Monday night, we are coming home from a trip to North Carolina that I went to the beach uh, was much needed. Um, I spent a lot of time 
just talking to God and walking along the beach and enjoying the sunrises and sunsets. A lot of crying, a lot of praying. Um, the beach is my is my Zen space. So for me, that's that's what happens at the beach. I kind of leave it all out there in the one that salty water, um, which not to get not to get completely derailed. But while I was there this weekend, I had a com- I mean last weekend I had a complete conversation about the salt being from whale piss. So I don't know if that's valid or not. But anyway, just it just the the, the memory of that gave me um, a little chuckle. But anyway, so get on the plane. We're on the way back. One of the flights, um, the travel paths that I do not like coming back or, or going back and forth to North Carolina is when they fly us through Seattle because it is a almost six hour flight from North Carolina to Seattle or back or Seattle to North Carolina. And then and then we have a short layover in Seattle typically. And then it's a 40 minute flight home. Um, and I'm usually like, yo, could you just drop me off at home? Like it's 40 minutes. Um, just, you know what? And I live very, very close to the airport. So not only is it 40 minutes, but dude, like you probably flew over my townhouse. Just let me out. Let me out right here. Just lower me a little bit lower to the ground. I could just jump on out and go home and save like two more hours. But um, anyway, so they fly us to Seattle. We get to Seattle and they cannot get us to the gate right away. So we end up taxiing on the tarmac for um, what ultimately ends up being about an hour. About 30, maybe 40 minutes into that hour, I begin to get extremely hot. Um, Really randomly, like I, I, I begin to get extremely hot. I'm fanning. I take my sweatshirt off. Of course, my, Lana is like, you know, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just hot. Um, and so I take my sweatshirt off and, uh, I begin to feel like I'm going to get sick and they have, we are taxiing. So they've asked everyone to, t- you know, take their seats, put their seatbelt on. I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. Like I'm going to get sick. I don't want to get sick in the plane, um, in the middle seat. So I'm like, if I can just get to the bathroom, I should be able to be okay. And so I get up. I, you know, I press the, the, the attendant bell, but nobody comes. So I get up, I go to the bathroom, um, which is probably more claustrophobic than the actual seat. If you've ever been in an airplane bathroom, I go in the bathroom, um, I use the bathroom, but I also get sick. I open the door to the bathroom and um, my knees are extremely weak and I um, kind of fall into the refrigerators. Um slightly a slight pass out <laughs> um there are two flight attendants up the by the front where I am and one of them is I think one of them probably is newer but she's also super super chipper I mean she is the most chipper person I have probably ever met and so she's like oh my god are you okay and just sit right here I just stand it'll be fine can I get you something and she's asking me a million questions and I am in a complete fog I can't really focus or hear her um so I asked for a Sprite I'm thinking it would settle my stomach and so she gives me a Sprite she all gives also gives me this ginormous trash bag um and she is asking me a ton of questions. You know, am I alone? Have I eaten? Have I been to the bathroom? She's telling me my blood sugar could have dropped um, or that it could have been that I was sitting and did not move for six hours or I didn't eat enough. 
Um, so she is also, all these things are happening in a matter of minutes. And I'm just telling her that I am hot. And so she opens some vent and I sit on the, on the floor by the refrigerators. And of course, because it's, you know, good luck, right? The refrigerators are leaking. So I'm sitting in pools of water. Um, but as the air vent, as the air is blowing directly on my face and I'm like sipping the Sprite, I am cooling off. And at this point, praying, um, I am like calling on all the the uh, strength of the ancestors and the, and my mom who is asleep at this point because it's it's in the wee hours of the morning. It was late, um, and my grandmother like I am pulling on the prayers and the strength of every praying anyone that I know to get me together because my sixteen year old is back in our seat and I'm sure concerned. And so I tell the flight attendant, you know, I need you to you know tell my daughter I'm okay. So they call the medic. I mean, it is a whole thing. So they finally let us off the plane. And um, every almost everybody on the plane that had a connector missed their flight because we had been taxiing for so long. Um, I go to get up to walk off the plane and my knees are still very, very weak. And um, the the fireman medic like comes in to get me and they kind of sit me on the on the chair I'm going to ask me some questions and ask me if I'm okay. And I'm like pulling it together, right? I'm, I'm now I'm off the plane. I'm pulling it together. Um, and so that was that experience. And so my daughter comes off. Um, she is, I don't necessarily believe in like who be you being who you are by, um, by your, your sign, but um, she has true big Taurus energy. She is on the Taurus Gemini line. She is the most, um, she is very emotional, but she does not show it at all. She is the most stubborn child um, and very, can be very stoic, right? So I know she's concerned because I know her and I can see it in her face and because she has texted the family group chat, um, but she is very like, you know, are you okay? You know, I'll, you know, I'm okay. Are you Okay. And I'm like, yes, baby, I'm fine. Are you okay? And she's like, no, I'm fine. I mean, I'm good. You, I told you, you and Nana can never die. And I'm like, well, we have to talk about that another day, but I just want to make sure you're good. Um, and so, you know, I, I was fine. Um, it had never happened before. Um, my anxiety in itself has been at an all-time high more recently than not, but I, it has not gone as far as to have an anxiety attack. And so I share that with you because in that moment, what I kept saying to myself was just breathe, just breathe. Um, what I remember in hindsight is that mentally I felt like I felt trapped right? So I'm on this plane. I can't get off. I don't know when I'm going to be able to get off. And um, Lana joked me and said, who has an anxiety attack when the plane not even in the air? Like we won't even in the air, ma. You know, and we laughed about it. But I think that that is telling because mentally there are times where you can feel trapped. And logically, there is no reason for you to, right? You could leave the situation. You could walk away. You could um, ask for help. Like there are very 
you know, minimal things sometimes that would solve your problem or solve the feeling of being trapped. But mentally, we sometimes can't get there. Um, We can't see the straight path from here to there. And so we are trapped. You know, with parenting, sometimes it feels like damned if you do and damned if you don't. If I, you know, um, if I leave my kid to their own vices, yes, they learn the lesson, but what damage is done in the, in the interim? If I punish them for the decisions that they're making, does that really teach them the lesson that I need them to learn? And, you know, with parenting specifically, there are no right answers. There are no, there's no guidebook. There are no right answers. We just be out here doing it the best we can and hoping we ain't ruining nobody's life, right? Um, and most of the time in that, where it relates to parenting, not only are you doing that, but you are, um, not only are you doing that, but you are doing that with the lens of, of what you got when you were a child. And so sometimes that's amazing, right? Um, sometimes you were raised with all the love and compassion that you could stand. Um, and then sometimes it's not so amazing. And we are passing on general generational curses and, you know, continuing pain and detriment because that's what we got and not even realizing it. And so what I would say is what I have said to some people before independently is give yourself some grace But also when you are in the throes of it all, whatever it all looks like, whether it's you've had some personal setback or financially things are not going well or you are ready to toss your kid off a cliff or, you know, job wise, you're just you're miserable at work. What I would encourage you to do is just breathe. Just understand that this whatever you're dealing with is specifically a moment in time that in the grand scheme of things will either be a lesson or a turning point. Um, and just take a minute and understand that whatever is happening around you in that moment is not permanent. And that's not the same as it could be worse. But it, whatever it is, it's not permanent. You won't always be stuck on the plane. You won't always be unable to breathe. You won't always be stuck on that job that you hate. Now, some of those things will require you to do something different, right? It will require you to find another job. It will require you to get some therapy. Well, (laughs) all situations require you to get therapy, but some require you to get some specific therapy. It will require you to get to the root of whatever's going on. I have spent the week trying to figure out what that anxiety attack was about. And there are other things going on in my life that are weighing heavily decisions I've made and I'm making. Um, Parenting, like my job, things are, excuse me, weighing heavily on me in various areas of my life. And if you know anything about anxiety, it doesn't have to be tied to any one specific thing. So, you know, I've, over the week and and I've prayed and I've thought and I've, you know, thought back and, you know, I recognize that all the things combined are what's weighing so heavily and probably what caused the anxiety attack on the plane. And so I would just say to you, 
to just breathe. We are less than two months from being in a brand new year. And I feel like maybe the earth spun faster. (laughs) Time went faster this year. Um, Seems like it is flying by. No way it was 11 months ago we were celebrating a new year and now we are about to do it again. Um, But what will you do differently? What will you do that will make this year not have been in vain um, so that you don't have the same anxieties and challenges and obstacles next year? Hopefully there'll be new ones, right? Because that's how you measure growth is whether or not are you having the same challenges? Is God giving you the same tests over and over and over because you refuse to study and so you keep failing? Or are you getting new ones because you're growing and learning? Um. I'm hoping God gives me the next test is uh, whatever comes with having a lot of money. (laughs) I'm I'm willing to study for that because uh, I could use the test of what it's like to be rich. But just think about what you would need to do for the current obstacles you are facing to be overcome. What does it take for you to be happy for you to be able to breathe more clearly, more easily, more regularly and do that. Um, Needless to say, my own experience has me a little weary of uh, wanting to take these, you know, long trips, the Maldives or Maldives. I don't even know how you say it, but that's my, my dream vacation spot. Um, And, uh, I don't know about that now. I don't know. But, you know, leaning on on Lana's observation, I feel like I would be in the air. And so maybe I wouldn't have the same reaction. Um, But, you know, it is something that I will continue to think about over the next couple of weeks before we travel home for Thanksgiving so that I can be better prepared to fight that battle if I should be faced with it again. And in the midst of that, I just I just want to share with you all and encourage you that whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're going through, whatever's on your heart or your mind, whatever might be bringing you some anxiety, um, whether it's paralyzing anxiety like mine was, or you know whether it's just keeping you up at night, or maybe it's just tugging at your spirit, is to just take some time and pray. Um, but more than that, just breathe. Know that you're doing a good job. Know that you are giving it, whatever it is, the best that you have to give at any given moment. Know that you're not alone. Um, and know that it's not permanent. Just breathe.